We want to thank you. We bless your name. We give you glory. Thank you because this is the day which you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, O oh God, for waking us up into this day. Thank you for the fulfillment of your purpose. Thank you for the establishment of your will. Thank you for the glorification of your name. We bless your name, O oh God. Have your way in our midst. Let your spirit move unhindered. In Jesus' mighty name, we we'll pray. Amen. Let's quickly look at Genesis 30, 22 to 24. Uh, we would want to pray today. And I believe that uh, our seed time and harvest will be fully established in Jesus' name. Genesis 30, 22 to 24. And this is titled, What God Can Do. What God Can Do. What God Can Do. Genesis 30, 22 to 24. Genesis 30, 22 to 24. What God can do. And I'll read. The Bible says uh, from verse 22, Then God remembered Rachel. And God listened to her and opened her womb. Verse 23, And she conceived and bore a son and said, God has taken away my reproach. Verse 24, So she called his name Joseph and said, The Lord shall add to me another son. Uh, obviously, if we read prior to this, uh, Rachel had been going through a difficult time. Uh, the enemy was trying to embarrass her, put shame on her. The enemy was trying to bring a lot of sorrow, weeping. But God intervened. But when we look at this uh, story carefully, you see that the Lord or God remembered Rachel and God listened to her. God remembered Rachel and God listened to her. That tells me that Rachel must have been praying seriously. She must have been praying. And the Bible says the effectual father and prayer of the righteous man availed much. Rachel was not just going through the situation she was going through. She was also praying. And that's why the Bible says the Lord remembered her. And the Lord listened to her. She was sowing at a place of prayer. And harvest time has come. The Lord remembered her. And the Lord listened to her. And the Bible says, and he opened her womb. There's nothing God cannot do. We say we're waiting on God. But God says, I should let you know that he's waiting for you. Seed time and harvest will never cease. What are you sowing concerning that which you are believing God? It says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man, of the righteous man, not just anybody, of the righteous man. Because God needs to see your heart. God needs to see what you are doing to connect. In his time, he makes all things beautiful because he has to see that you are ready. God can do it immediately. But he has to see that you are ready. Because when you receive it, he wants you to keep it. The Bible says that God, then God remembered Rachel and God listened to her and opened her womb. You might not be trusting God for the fruit of the womb, but there's something that you want God to do. And we want to join our faith together. On this last Sunday in the month of September, we want to join our faith together. We want to pray in agreement. We want to pray in accordance with his will. And we want to pray in the name of Jesus. 
Let's pick out some things from this scripture and it will help us in our direction of prayers. One, this scripture tells us that God remembered Rachel. May God remember you in the name of Jesus. Two, this scripture tells us that God not only remembered her, God listened to her. And as he listened to her, he hastened to perform his word concerning her. The Bible says, ask, you will receive. Seek, you will find. Knock, and it will open. Three, the Bible says, God opened Rachel's womb. God opened Rachel's womb. I, I don't know which Rachel is out there, which Sarah is out there, which Elizabeth. But irrespective of what the doctors have told you, no matter how long you are married, no matter, no, no matter how old you are, God is able to do what he says he can do. His word will not lie. We know people that are trusting God for the fruit of the womb. It is just symbolic of so many other things. But the burden is upon them. Even as the burden was upon Rachel. And the Bible says, for God gave Rachel the power to conceive. In this same scripture of five, God gave Rachel her first, uh, her, her first boy. Six, God gave Rachel her testimony. And lastly, Rachel declared for another testimony. She made a prophetic declaration because she knows that the God that we serve can do exceeding abundantly above anything we can ever think or ask according to the power that works within her. God heard Rachel's declaration and she got another child. She got another boy. You know, God can do the same for you and your family, but you must pray. God can take away your reproach, your disgrace, your embarrassment, your distress, but you must pray. God can bless you and give you as many testimonies because the, your testimonies are unto his glory. But you and I must pray. There are no prayer contractors. If anybody is going to pray, they are going to pray with you and for you. They are not just going to pray for you alone. They must pray with you. Because it's he that knows uh, where's the shoes, that knows where it pinches. We can talk about harvest. We can talk about harvest over and over. If you are not praying, if you are not a praying Christian, then you would be a powerless Christian. The Bible tells us concerning Daniel, that the angel appeared unto him as he set his heart to himself to pray concerning what the word he had received. The Bible says that he was praying and fasting for 21 days. But when the angel came to him, appeared unto him, he said, from the very first day you set your heart to pray, God had already answered your prayers. But what happened? There were some uh, spiritual disturbances or obstruction or hindrances. The prince of Persia cannot stop God from releasing your blessing. But it can stop you from receiving your blessing. 
But God is merciful. God is gracious. God knows your situation. God knows and he has heard your cry. He has remembered you and has listened to you. And that's why to his glory, he has to make it come to pass. But it is as a result of your consistent prayer. The Bible says rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks for this is the will of God concerning you in Christ Jesus. Because the, another version says it is how God wants you to live. Rejoice, pray without ceasing, and give thanks. As you pray continuously, God himself will make the impossible possible. God himself will make the irreversible reversed. When they say it cannot be done, God will do it for you. Where they say it has never been done, God will start with you. But you must be in the place of prayer. We, we, have, we are trying to emphasize this over and over and over. But unfortunately, the Bible says uh, it, it is disastrous when, when instead of uh, princes or horses, servants are riding horses and princes are walking. Because you are not in the place of prayer. Thank God for the prayers that are prayed consistently in this church. And we thank God for the many testimonies that are coming consistently. But listen, God himself wants you to get the fullness of what he has prepared for you. And if you choose not to pray, then you cannot tread upon serpents and scorpions and all over the power of the enemy. Because when the enemy knows that you cannot stop God, then he will prevent you. But the angel said to Daniel, you had started and God has sent angelic assistance. God will send angelic assistance unto you in the name of Jesus Christ. God will ensure that your hands are lifted up. And as your hands are lifted up, his name will be praised in the name of Jesus Christ. Look at the mistake. Initially, we're not going to that. Initially, uh, Rachel initially thought her, the answer to her prayer was her husband. And some of us think so. We think it's either your spouse or your father or your mother or your brother or your sister. And when you continue to hold on to them, you get offended. Because there's a limit to what they can do for you. The answer to your prayer is not in the hand of man, it's in the hand of God. And that's why it's important that you should know what God can do. You want to know what God can do. Rachel initially thought it was her husband and she wrapped her hand on him and said, give me a man child. Give me a child or I'll die. And the man said, am I God? I'm not God. But when she now took her focus away from her husband and looked unto God and sought the face of God, the Bible lets us know that God himself delivered. I want us to rise up on our feet. Richard had initially spent a lot of time envying her sister. Rachel has spent a lot of time, instead of rejoicing with her sister's uh, many testimonies, she was feeling bad because when will my time come? She was looking at her circumstances, she was looking at her situation, she was looking at all the things happening, and she was just a spectator. But when she chose to be a participator, she became a partaker. 
when this month wraps up, all that will be left up is October, November, December. What are you going to do with it? We have spoken about harvest and harvest and harvest and harvest. What are you going to do with the last three months in the year? Is it that God cannot do yours? No, God has already done it. But you need to reach out by faith and reach out in the spiritual realm and bring in your harvest. But it cannot be done in the flesh. It cannot be done in your kind of nature. It cannot be done with the physical ability. It is not by power. It is not by might. It is by the Spirit of God. And that's why you have to pray. There is a prayer session every morning, but not everybody shows up. Okay, you're praying on your own. Are you truly praying on your own? Because you are not praying to please anybody. It is God that will remember you. It is God that will listen to you. So are you in the right position? Let us take the first one and we will pray. I don't know whether you are the Rachel that this word is talking to. But as you take your focus away from man and focus on God, I want you to now lift up your prayer this afternoon and say, Lord, remember me. You know what you are talking about. God knows what you are talking about. God knows your situation. God knows your circumstance. Cry out unto the Lord. Lord, remember me. Remember me. As you remembered, Rachel. Lord, remember me. As you remembered Noah, Lord, remember me. As you remembered Abraham, Lord, remember me. Remember me, Lord. As you remembered Hannah, Lord, remember me. God is no respecter of persons. Rachel cried out unto him and God remembered her. Now I want you to lift up your prayer concerning the second area. You want God to listen to you. And how does God listen to you? As you bring his word unto him. It is his word that makes the difference. The Bible says in uh, Philippians 4.19, My God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. All your need, not your wants. 1 John 5, 14 says, This is the confidence that we have, that whatever we ask in accordance with his will, he hears us. And because he hears us, he grants us the petition that we request of him. God listens when you lift up his word unto him. God listens when you lift up and say, This is for your will. That was what made the difference with Solomon. It was not his want, it was his need. I need wisdom. And God listened to him. Now I want you to begin to bring his will unto him. The Lord let your will be done. Lord, listen to me. I lift up your word concerning my life. This is what your word says. And as you speak the word of God, God has declared you fruitful. God has declared that you will multiply, replenish, subdue, and have dominion. God will listen to you because God himself would always go in accordance with his word. 
Rachel must have lifted the word of God and said, this is what you said and God had to listen. May the Lord listen to your prayers in the name of Jesus. And the Bible says that God opened Rachel's womb. And I believe that God wants to do something new. God is going to open that, that, that which has been shut. God is open, going to open that which has been closed. Everything that has been shut against you, that God has promised you, God will open it in the name of Jesus. Let us begin to ask for that power to, cons- power to open that womb. There are some Rachels out here, out there that are going to, they are, go, they are going to deliver. We are going to rejoice with them. You are going to celebrate with them. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 16:9, it says, A great and effective door is open unto me, and there are many adversaries. The God that will open that womb, the same God will silence all the adversaries. Because that which God starts. God will complete it. God will not make that which concerns you an abandoned project. As he opens that womb, God will ensure that that which is in that womb, the seed will be brought forth in the name of Jesus Christ. I want us also to pray for that power to conceive. You know, sometimes the door is open and people don't have the power to enter it. I want us to pray because God is the one that gives the power. Yes, if there's anyone trusting the Lord for the fruit of the womb, God would empower that womb. God would empower that seed. God would empower that egg. All the eggs God would empower in the name of Jesus Christ. Let us now begin to pray for that power. Power to conceive. Yes, power to conceive whatever dreams, whatever visions the Lord has given unto you. Receive the power so that you will be a witness unto him in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Someone has said to someone, it can never happen. That person does not know God. Because God is the one that gives the power to make it happen. When it happens, nobody is going to be able to explain. Because you and I are not able to explain the miraculous. I want us to lift up our hands and begin to receive that, that child for that person that you know. Begin to receive those children. Begin to receive those children. God gave Rachel her child. As she requested, begin to receive those children. Your prayers do not need a visa. Your prayers do not need a passport. Wherever that person is, lift up your hands and begin to receive on their behalf. Let us begin to receive by faith. The Bible says, as God, as Jesus Christ saw the faith of the four friends, of the paralyzed man, the paralyzed man was healed. Let us begin to receive on their behalf. Wherever they are, whatever continent, whatever country they are, even as Sarah received her child, even as Sarah received as she requested, yes, we are standing in the gap for this ones. We are standing in the gap for them. Yes, Father, 
Let this be settled, O oh God. Let them receive their child. Let them receive their children. Let them receive twins. Let them receive triplets. Let them receive quadruplets, even according to their heart's desire. Psalm 113, verse 9 says, It makes the barren woman abide in the house, and as a joyful mother of children, praise the Lord. Psalm 127 says, Children are the heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb, his reward. I want us to just begin to thank God for that which he has given unto us, uh, the testimony that he has given unto us. Yes, we have many testimonies, but unfortunately, uh, Sarah says God has removed uh, Rachel says God has removed my reproach Rachel says God has removed my reproach yes I want you to begin to thank God for that testimony God has removed your reproach God has removed that embarrassment that God has removed that distress God has removed that disgrace yes your testimony shall be many yes your testimony shall be many all those things that have brought tears. Yes, God will work it out for good. It will bring forth joy in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you, God. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Lastly, Sarah did some, uh, Rachel. I wonder why I'm going to Sarah. Uh, she also received power to conceive by faith. She did something that is very profound. Amen. She asked from God and God gave her. And she asked for another one. Amen. You know, if you go and meet any human being, they will get upset with you. But the Bible says, whosoever lacks wisdom should ask from God, who unbraided not and given liberally. When you ask of God, God never says it's too much. God will continue to give you. Sarah, uh, Rachel made a prophetic declaration. As she named her child Joseph, she declared that I will receive another one. Give me more. I, I, I don't know what you are, testimony that the Lord has given unto you, but I want you to make a prophetic declaration that the heavens will be open for you. Your testimony will not come to an end in the name of Jesus Christ. I want you to make a prophetic declaration concerning you, concerning your family, concerning all that, all that has been brought in contact with you, concerning the church. Our testimonies will never come to an end. And that was what Rachel was declaring. My testimony will not come to an end. This is not going to be the last. This is not going to be the last. Make that prophetic declaration. As she declared, so shall it come to pass. As you declare, so shall it come to pass. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, O oh God, because, Lord, we have prayed, O oh God. The heavens are open. The doors are open. Father, your children are favored. They are highly favored. They are blessed, O oh God. 
Father, our testimonies will not dry up. Father, we have prayed, oh God, our harvest will not dry up. Our seed will not dry up. Our joy will not dry up. Our peace will not dry up. Our blessings will not dry up. Father, you will continue to replenish. Yes, our wine, jar, jar, jar of wine will not dry up. You will continue to replenish, oh God. Our barn will not dry up. Our pockets will not dry up. Our account will not dry up. Our resources will not dry up. In the name of Jesus, our health will not dry up. Our life will not dry up. In the name of Jesus, your glory upon our lives will not dry up. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, O oh God. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. I want to make a prophetic declaration. If you are Sarah, just say amen. Uh, if you are Rachel, say amen. If you are Hannah, say amen. I stand with the anointing that is laid upon my head. I prophetically declare, Father, remember every Rachel out there in the name of Jesus. I prophetically declare, Father, listen to every Rachel out there in the name of Jesus. I prophetically declare, open every Rachel's womb in the name of Jesus. I prophetically, prophetically declare, let power to conceive, let power to carry, let power to bring forth be released in the name of Jesus. Father, I prophetically declare that every Rachel out there will receive their child. Every Rachel out there will receive their child. They will receive their children. There will be no stillbirth. There will be no miscarriage. They will receive their children in the name of Jesus. Father, I prophetically declare that every reproach upon Rachel from today on, it has come to an end. I say from today on, it has come to an end. In the name of Jesus. And lastly, I prophetically declare that you will do more. And we will come and give you glory. Let us begin to thank the Lord. Let us begin to appreciate God. Let us begin to appreciate God. We know what God can do. And as we know what God can do, you and I are expectant. And we begin to thank him in advance. Thank you, Lord, for that which you have already done. We give you glory give you honor, we give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name.